Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. G. Campbell Morgan was an English pastor, Bible teacher, and author who lived from 1863 to 1945. When he started out in the ministry, a Methodist board told him that his preaching showed no promise. By the end of his ministry, he had earned a place among the greatest preachers of the 20th century. He never had any formal Bible training, but he was such a diligent student of God's Word on his own that he became known as the Prince of Expositors. George Campbell Morgan was born on December 9, 1863, in Tetbury, England. His dad was a Baptist preacher, and George watched his parents live out their faith so fervently that it made George want it for himself. D.L. Moody visited England when George was 10 years old, and hearing Moody preach fueled his desire to live for the Lord. George preached his first sermon when he was 12 years old, and after that, he was often called upon to preach in his home area. There was a two-year period in George's youth when he struggled with his belief in the authority of the Bible, but he finally got it settled in his heart when, as he described it, the Bible found him. At 23 years of age, George entered the ministry full-time. He pastored four different churches in his first nine years of pastoring, and he quickly gained a reputation as one of the leading Bible teachers in England. In 1896, D.L. Moody invited 33-year-old G. Campbell Morgan to be a guest lecturer at Moody Bible Institute, and so he made the first of his 54 trips across the Atlantic to teach the Bible in Chicago. When Moody went to heaven three years later, George was asked to be the director of Moody's Northfield Bible Conference in Northfield, Massachusetts, and he held that position for five years. He returned to London in 1904, where he became the pastor of Westminster Chapel for 13 years. Westminster Chapel was nearly dead when he took it, but through his efforts, it became one of the most thriving churches in England, with thousands of people attending his Sunday services. One of the most successful elements of his ministry there was his weekly Friday night Bible study, which was attended by over a thousand people each week. His messages at Westminster Chapel were published in a 10-volume set titled The Westminster Pulpit. In 1919, G. Campbell Morgan left Westminster Chapel and came to America, where he traveled and preached for the next 14 years. One man who heard him preach in New York City described the power of his message. He had no graces of gesture, no showy eloquence, no spectacular delivery. He used no charts or blackboards no pictures, no screen, no gadgets of any kind. His dress was simple, nothing to attract or to divert attention. His tremendous power was what he did with the Word of God. In five minutes, I was in another world. And not because of any charm of speech. I forgot the people around me, forgot the speaker, forgot everything but the wonders of the world into which I had been led. I went home dazed with wonder and the effectiveness of the Bible alone as the source of convincing preaching. During his 14 years in the U.S., G. Campbell Morgan spent two years teaching the Bible at the Bible Institute of Los Angeles, two years teaching at Gordon College of Theology and Missions in Boston, 
and three years pastoring the Tabernacle Presbyterian Church in Philadelphia. In 1932, he returned to England and became pastor of Westminster Chapel again, where he served for nine years until he retired in 1943. During those years, Pastor Morgan mentored a young man named Martin Lloyd-Jones, who would not only succeed him as pastor at Westminster Chapel, but who would also have a very impactful ministry of his own. In addition to G. Campbell Morgan's tremendous success as a pastor, preacher, and teacher, he also authored over 80 books, not including the 10-volume Westminster Pulpit. His books cover the major doctrines and topics of the Bible. He wrote a Bible commentary titled, The Analyzed Bible. He contributed an essay to R.A. Torrey's series, The Fundamentals, titled, The Purpose of the Incarnation. In his book, The Holy Spirit, published in 1900 when he was 36 years old, Morgan wrote, The doctrine of the Trinity is one of the declared facts of Holy Scriptures of which no perfect explanation is possible to minds that are finite. The finite can never grasp the infinite. The Bible story of creation reflects the presence of the three persons in the Trinity. The Father, as original source, the Son as intermediary, the Spirit as the medium through which creation came into being. G. Campbell Morgan died on May 16, 1945. At his funeral, Martin Lloyd-Jones summarized his ministry. When did he come upon the scene? It was immediately after those wonderful campaigns of D.L. Moody and Sankey in this country. There had been those great visitations of the Spirit. Men and women had been converted by the thousands. What was needed above everything else at that point was someone who could teach these converts. And a man came from God whose name was George Campbell Morgan. The evangelists had done their work. It was time for the teacher, and God sent him. Christian, God sends his servants when and where he needs them. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.